Hi, everyone. Pastor Galen, lead pastor at Shine Hills Church. Thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. We hope that these podcasts will be a real encouragement to you on your spiritual journey. You can also connect with Cheyenne Hills at CheyenneHills.org. Hope you enjoy the program. We are across the street and around the world. Well, hello again, everybody, and welcome to the podcast. And Julie, I just got to say, we've got a new year. We've got a new table to sit at at the podcast booth, and we've got new new stuff all around. Actually, it's really nice. It's nice to have it finally set up, and yeah. I feel like we're... We're more professional. It probably <laughs> doesn't make any difference out in podcast world because they can't tell it, but we're oh. just we're just happier. It, yeah, and I was thinking about our very beginning, starting in the bridal suite. Oh man, backstage we've moved around a lot. So those nice and those things, those those uh, things that hold the, the arms that held these microphones didn't work very Your, well. Yours never painful. worked right. I know it never did. I was always like chasing it all around. It was, <laughs> it was frustrating. But we also have a new guest. Actually, he's returned from from uh, the last podcast. Ken Will. So welcome, Ken, to the podcast. Glad you're here. Thank you. The, and I'm going to call you the expert on Genesis because you do, you have a, and when we, especially when we get to the flood stuff, that's kind of your wheelhouse. You, you kind of dig that stuff. I've read a little bit on Yeah, on like, that, so. yeah, maybe, maybe a little deeper than most. So anyway, welcome to the podcast. And so we're, we're in Genesis chapter two. We're going to continue on and I'm, I'm going to back up to verse nine because this is where it talks about those trees and the tree of life. And we're going to, we're going to unpack that just a little bit. It's kind of interesting, I think. Verse 9 says, And out of the ground the Lord God caused to grow every tree that is pleasing to the sight and good for food, and the tree of life uh, also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Now a river flowed out of the Eden to water the garden, and from there it divided and became four rivers. So it almost sounds like wherever this, wherever Eden is, that you, like you were talking about last time, and it, it flows up from the ground. It comes from a, a fountain from the deep, if you will, and so, flows out of Eden and then breaks into four directions. Is that kind of how you read it? Yeah. Yep. And so the, the reason that, the, you know, I, I mentioned last time when I, our, our guide from Turkey just swore that Eden is in Turkey. I thought, yeah, you know, everybody thinks, you know, they claim it because of. But that makes sense, though, because the, you know, at the Euphrates and all that, that's when it all the Euphrates converging down around Kuwait. We know that the Euphrates and Tigris, but they converge there. They don't come out of there. Yeah. And so he actually has a pretty interesting point, I think. So to try to visualize Eden, maybe somewhere up in the, in a special place in Turkey, among those huge mountains that are up there, you know, Ararat mm-hmm. is in that area as well. They, a lot of people think it's uh, Ararat's in Turkey, right? Where Noah's Ark yeah. landed. So yeah. that would be the same area. So anyway, I'm kind of leaning toward that theory. I wouldn't die on that that theory, but or on that hill, so to speak. But I think it's an interesting thought. Now, here's the name of the the rivers, and I hope I say them right. The name of the first is Pashan. It flows around the whole land of Havla, and there is gold, and the gold of that land is good. And uh, Bedulum and Onyx stone are there. So we unpack this a little bit. Uh, any insights on? You guys ready, set, go. What are what are some of these stones and bedulum? You you knew what onyx was <laughs> because well, I know onyx is a black stone because, because we have a dog named onyx. That is exactly why it's a black stone because it's a dog named onyx, and I do know yeah. onyx. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but but it is a black stone, probably a, a beautiful stone. It's non-transparent, and who knows? I I wish we had a geologist here who could tell us what onyx is used for, but it's an interesting stone, unique, and it basically said that first that first. Um, 
what do you call it, river flows that direction. But it also Bedulum. You, you kind of had some insight on Bedulum. Uh, just from the Google, uh, my Google <laughs> research. <laughs> it's a resin that is uh, from trees, and it's actually a number of trees, and it's related to myrrh. It's used yeah. as perfume. Yeah, so so the that direction, there was gold, there was onyx stone, and there was this resin. And so that, that particular river, it appears, went that direction, and that was unique of that region. So that it gives you some hints there of what, what kind of things were, were that direction. Wherever Havla is, we don't really know, but that's those are the characteristics. Um, verse 13 says, And the name of the second river is Gihon. It flows around the whole land of Cush. And the name of the third river is Tigris. It flows east of Assyria. And the fourth river is Euphrates. Now, the Tigris and Euphrates, we know those, that it does flow. The Tigris goes east around Assyria. We know that. And then uh, the Euphrates, it kind of it cuts back um, really toward the west, uh, maybe almost through, uh, not Assyria, but through Syria, and then flows on down to the Kuwait-type area. Um, and obviously more through Babylon. I mean, that Euphrates is the one that uh, where Babylon is. The Tigris is is a lot further east in Persia, and so you see some Persian uh, towns along the, the Tigris River. But a lot of water still out of those two rivers, and don't know where the other two have disappeared to, but uh, but anyway, it seems like that's the, the flow of the river, and very possibly, I'm, I'm kind of leaning heavier, and just going through this uh, time, I'm leaning heavier that... that that uh, that uh, Eden was one river. One river came out of Eden, and it probably was Turkey, because then it diver- diverges. Um, then the Lord God took man, and he put him in the garden of Eden and to cultivate it and to keep it. It's kind of interesting. He created him, and then he seems like he put him into the garden. Uh, I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on that? I, you know, I've always thought, well, he was created in Eden. It sounds like he was created maybe outside of it, and then he was put there. Not sure. Not going to die on that hill either. But it's interesting thought. Yeah, I, I hadn't thought much about that I, either. I think Eden is good. a special spot, and is a utopia. It's, uh, you know, it's has all these things. And, and the reason that I know it's special because it has two trees that are special. And we're coming to those, and that's really the important part of this whole thing. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, "From any tree of the garden you may eat freely, but from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil." You shall not eat, for in that day that you eat from it, you will surely die. Okay, so two trees here. We have uh, we have the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. That's the one that Eve was tempted. We don't we know about that one, but there's also this tree, the tree of life, back in verse nine. And I don't know if these trees were side by side. Now, a little bit we talked a little bit about that tree of life. That's the tree in Revelation uh, that we see, and the tree of life is there. And its branches are basically, it sounds like the tree is in the midst of that river and the branches are on both sides and you eat from this tree. Uh, that's the tree of life. But it also, and at least in Eden, there is a tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Any thoughts on these two trees? Because I think this is something that a lot of people don't realize that these are, these are two trees and these trees are, uh, have huge significance in this whole story. Yeah, they're... Um Apparently, literal trees, yeah, and and you know God just put a prohibition on the one to see if man, if Adam would obey or not. I mean, right. He gave him the choice, and and um, you know people say, well, why 
why didn't God prevent all that? And you just could have kept creation perfect. But there are some lessons that can only be learned through pain and difficulty. And I think one of those is if, if we would have had utopia all the time, we would never have known the depth of God's love. Wow, it's true. You know, I mean, it, everything would be fine. It's like, yeah. Like That's just God. how it is. This is the normal. Yeah, you yeah. Know, perfection is normal. Yeah. And when we realize that perfection is special, yeah, utopia is very special. Yeah, that's and, good. And the the extent to which God goes to save people. I mean, right. where where He became man and right. you know left heaven, left the glory, walked this sin ravaged world, and then gave His life for us. Yeah, you know, and and not just the physical suffering of the cross, but also the spiritual. I mean, the separation that that Christ the son experienced from the father i mean the pain that we feel when we're estranged from a, a spouse or you know a child and and just that pain yeah well that theirs was multiple yeah. times that yeah that's good now i think this this whole idea of uh this what we lost in that is then i never thought about it as the idea that god could could show us that w- what is true redemption his grace and his mercy and his love is all about that's really good you know, um, the uh, the whole idea of this this knowledge of this tree of the knowledge of good and evil, it was a temptation. It's almost you know we're still the same today, right? Yeah. I mean, I have foreknowledge. I can I can actually say to a to a I don't know anybody, don't go out and look at the sun, and that's exactly what we do, right? It's like oh what what's that sun? I mean, you're not supposed to look at that or whatever it is. Don't touch that. It's hot. What are you gonna do? You're gonna touch it, right? It's yeah. just yep. it's just human nature. And God says, okay, don't. I, I know he had foreknowledge. I know he knew that man would fall, and but but he did have a choice. Man, you, he can't blame God because God said, "Don't you can eat from the the tree of life, but not from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil." I want to I want to read about this tree of life in Revelation. This is Revelation chapter twenty two, verse two, and uh, this is uh, this is the last chapter. So we we get the tree of life, the very Genesis chapter two. We get the revelation, uh, the tree of life in Revelation 22, uh, verse 2 at the very last chapter. And so I think it's interesting. And he showed me a river of water of life, clear as crystal, coming from the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the middle of its street and on either side of the river was the tree of life. Not a tree of life, the tree of life. Mm. So it's interesting to me. I think he's trying to make a point. Uh, You guys knew of the tree of life. It's back in Genesis chapter 2. All right, um, bearing twelve kinds of fruit, yielding fruit in every month, and its leaves of the tree were of healing for the nations. So, you know, I can't picture exactly what this looks like. And on either side of the river, there was the tree of life, bearing twelve. So, I don't know. Did it have a huge trunk? I don't know. I can't quite get my head around it. But there is a tree of life, and I believe it's that same tree of life that God had in in Genesis. And this one. Um, this one we could eat from, and then as soon as he ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, then he he basically sent Adam and Eve out of the garden. I'm getting ahead of myself here, but they could not come back in, and he guarded that with a an angel with a sword because he didn't want them. This is the theory, okay? Not this is my best theory, and you can take a shot at it, but um, that he didn't want man uh, Adam and Eve to come back into the garden and eat from the tree of life and stay in his fallen state. There would needed to be a redemption first. You have to go through the cross of Jesus Christ 
come to faith in Christ, then there will be a day when we can eat from that tree of life that's mentioned in Revelation. I think it's the same tree. Um, who knows? Maybe maybe when Christ returns, this everything will become known. Maybe it's hidden by some mountains and stuff. Who knows? I don't know. I can make up all kinds of stuff which, on the unknown. Yeah. Go for it. I want you to clean this up because I just made this whole mess. Oh, that, well, the, the Garden of Eden, I mean, was destroyed if it if it was still existing before true with the flood the flood so yeah, right. just right. and, and it, the topography yeah. of the world changed because it was probably it's one true. large continent before and now it separated during the flood and for sure yeah it would have been a whole that. different topography yeah, yeah. but so. it could have been similar kind of area the turks the turks could have a point yeah yeah it, i mean it was geographically located somewhere and, and yeah. yeah so it it Seems like it could have. Fit well, there in your insight of that that all these trees, all these rivers came from one river and di- diverged, versus versus converged. I think that's uh, that's solid gold. I'm gonna have to think about that one some more. That's good. Well, I thank you so much, Ken, for joining us on this journey through Genesis, and uh, we will we'll continue on. And uh, we're just about to get to where God created man and woman, a marriage. Next time. Thank you.